Changing minds one thought at a time. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Empowering Women series. How are you doing today, Jessica? I'm doing uh, very well, Akina. Thank you. I am home. I'm preparing for our weekend. I know we're both on the East Coast, and it's expected we're going to get some snow. Um, Where I'm living, they're predicting anywhere from 1 to 36 inches. So (laughs) I guess we have to just wait and see what we have in store for us. But I am super excited um, about tonight's call. As a matter of fact, I've actually been home doing everything we're going to be talking about all day today um, as I was home not feeling well today. So this is a really important topic that I'm really excited to discuss. So without any further ado, why don't you introduce our guest speaker for tonight? Oh, most definitely. It is my honor and privilege to introduce the founder and CEO of Inspired Vanessa, the one that's going to tell us how to educate ourselves out of the cubicle walls. It is none other than Vanessa Canterbury. How are you doing, Vanessa? I am great. I'm great. Thank you for this opportunity. How are you? I am great. Yes, yes, and we're so glad to have you, my friend. Yes. Yes, yes. it's such you a know, pleasure. Yes, you know we're not going to keep these people in suspense because you know they are waiting for this hot topic, right? So Absolutely. story about how you uh, came out of the cubicle walls. Why is this so important to you? Oh, okay. I uh, came out of cubicle walls when I found myself laid off. (laughs) I found myself laid off in 2011 after having 20 years experience in the administrative field. And I wasn't able to find a job for two years. Now, just imagine not able to find a job for two years, and you also have three teenagers and a single mother, and you don't have that family support like that. What do you do? And so I've done a lot of things here and there, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It was just enough to keep the unemployment going. But remember, that's going to run out. So even though I thought I had a backup plan, which is my 401K and my savings, I thought I was good. Uh, No. (laughs) Um, So I had to start thinking different. I had to shift my thinking, and I had to be open to opportunity. And so when I decided to be open and to surrender and to say, you know what, I know there's more for me, but I don't know where to go. So I just waited and I was open. So when a right opportunity presented itself, I looked into it, I researched, and I said, okay, but I'm scared. <laughs> There's a lot of us. We're scared. We we allow our fear to hold us back. We self-sabotage ourselves from our blessings. And I no longer wanted to do that. And so since this opportunity was presented to me, I said, okay, let me look into it. Let me um, take a little bit more time, do some research, and I'm going to go ahead and if it feels right still in my spirit, I'm going to take a leap of faith. And I did. I built my business while I was collecting my unemployment checks, and it's been absolutely a blessing. I didn't say it was easy, but it was a blessing because I got to learn a lot about Vanessa. And to be able to say, that going from the administrative field to a whole nother industry was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, so just taking those walls down of corporate America and to be able to educate people around the world that the importance of having a plan B. We spend so much time 
in corporate America behind somebody else's desk, behind somebody else's um, schedule, telling us when we need to be at work, what time we need to take a lunch, how much time we going to make, um, how much vacation time we're going to have, limited us on how much income. I didn't want to be subjected to that anymore. So I took this opportunity and I ran with it. So I don't have to go back to corporate America like I'm a rat begging for cheese to feed my family. Are you guys still there? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. And so technical I, difficulties on my on my end, so I do apologize for that. But absolutely. So, you know, I myself, I left being a full-time, a full-time teacher and I also left in favor of being a full-time entrepreneur. And I can certainly relate to the feeling of freedom it is in order to really just create the life of your dreams. I work now more than I have ever worked before. I had a lot of fear about being able to replace my full-time income. Although I've actually found in less than six months, I was able to make more money as an entrepreneur than I was making when I was working full-time for someone else. But there's a certain freedom and a different feeling when you get to go to work as a choice. And, I, and, and for me now, I, I, do, um, ha, I, do, I do still work in the field of education, but I work for myself. I'm self-employed. Yeah. I contract out my services. And, you know, it's different when you're choosing to be there versus when you need to report to someone or you have to be there. And it's it's a, you know, this morning I actually chose not to see my clients. I wasn't feeling well. I woke up this morning and said, you know what? I know my body is fighting something off. I'm going to stay home today. And it was my choice, and I've worked from home and in my other businesses. But I chose, you know, to be able to stay home. And it felt amazing to not have to ask anyone permission. And this is the first mm-hmm. time that I've experienced that. I mean, I'm not saying that as an entrepreneur the benefit is you get to stay home. That's not what I'm trying to say, Right entrepreneurs work harder than most other people. But the fact is that it felt amazing this morning that I got to make that choice without asking permission. I didn't have to call a a boss and call a supervisor Mm -hmm. and say, like, hey, you know, guess what? I want to stay home from work today. Or is it okay if I don't go to work? I'm not feeling well. No, I just Mm -hmm. made a choice. And that's, for me, what being an entrepreneur is. It's really about being having those choices. And that's a, a beautiful thing. It's absolutely a beautiful thing. I remember when dropping my children off to daycare and leaving the house extra early when the sun hasn't even came up yet and, and dropping them off at daycare and going to work and then come back and do it again. It's like, wait a minute, this is this is life? This is not life. And so now that I have two grandchildren, I'm just like, wait a minute. When they come in and they say they want to be with their Gigi, I'm just like, I'm not missing this opportunity. I missed a lot of that with my children. And so now I can be able to see them grow. I can see them, be be with them when they want to be able to just be up under me. Um, if they're sick and they can't go to school, they could be with me. You know what I mean? And so that is like a, the, a blessing. It's like a blessing. But what if I didn't allow myself to be open? And a lot of people, they, they need to be open to think outside those cubicle walls. Because if you think about how a cubicle is designed, it's designed with three walls, right? And when you go in, there's one way in and one way out. Who wants to have a one way in and a one way out mentality? You you live you live in this life in a box with only one way in and one way out. 
There's more to life if you just get outside of those cubicle walls and be open to educate yourself outside the classroom and the office. And you will be amazed at how much you will be able to learn. So I remember, (laughs) this is kind of funny now, um, I received a letter in the mail from um, Social Security, which most likely would never be around (laughs) um, when I get up there. And it said that I was only going to be able to make, I think, like $1,400 or something like that. But I will only get that if I retire at the age of 73. 73? Are you serious? But when you read a little bit more, it says that I will only get that money until the age of 89. So you have a death wish on me. So you telling me I only could get this money that I worked 40 or 50 years for, and that's all I'm going to get, but then I'm only going to get it for a certain amount of time? Something's wrong. That is not life. That is not the way to live. And there's too many opportunities that's available for people to be broken on so many levels. And that's not only financially, but broken in so many levels. I remember going to work, and, yeah, I was making okay money, but it was just enough. I didn't want just enough anymore. I didn't want to work overtime and still be only just to have enough. I didn't want to keep on giving my money to Uncle Sam and then I turn around and just only have enough, you know. I learned so much about the W-2 mindset from the 1099 mindset real quick, fast, in a hurry. And when I was open, you learned a whole lot. One of my favorite quotes by um, the amazing Lee Jim Rohn is that profits are better than wages. And I want to just kind of share a story from one of my experiences, one of the coolest experiences of my life. And I am a professional network marketer. Keena and I are both professional network marketers, and that's how we got into personal development. And that was my Mm -hmm. very first experience in owning a business. Like many people, we start off in network Mm -hmm. marketing, and now I I own four different businesses. But... um, my first business venture was a network marketing business. And I had heard this idea that profits are better than wages, the idea of residual income, right, or passive income. So for those of you who are listening and may not know what that means or may not have heard it before, it's money that you make. And the cliche is it's money you make when you sleep. But, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the truth is it's money that you continue to make based upon an original time that you put into something. So, Let's say you're going to a typical um, J-O-B, a just, I don't say the word, it, to me it stands for just over broke. But let's say you're mm-hmm. going to a traditional J-O-B, you're working from 9 to 5, you get paid for 8 hours of work, right? So mm-hmm. you are, that's it, at the end of the 8 hours, that's all you're going to get paid for. But let's say that you write a book and it takes you eight hours to produce an ebook, and you put it on Amazon and you sell it for 99 cents. Well, 10 years later... Mm-hmm. In theory, right, you could still be making 99 cents for that ebook, that original eight hours of work. You're going to continue to make money for that. And for me, that means the same thing for network marketing, right? So you're going to, ideally, you're going to go out, you're going to be prospecting, you're going to be making three way phone calls, you're going to be doing in home presentations, right? It parties, it depends upon whatever field, whatever company you're with, whatever industry you're in. You're going to do different things. But the idea is that you're going to create passive streams of income. So the the day and the moment I got connected to this in a really real way, I was sleeping and I woke up and on my phone there was a text message from my company and it says, congratulations, X person enrolled in your downline and has set up a new auto ship. So 
what that meant in terms of my business was that somebody who I had brought into my network marketing business while I was sleeping had brought somebody into her business, which in, you know, in the way that my system worked meant she was part of my business and I was going to get paid on what that other person did. And that was the Mm -hmm. first time when I got that message, I really got connected to the idea that the difference really between being an employee and being an entrepreneur, that that entrepreneur mindset, right, getting away from that employee mentality, the idea Mm -hmm. where our time is finite and we're paid for our time. You know, as an entrepreneur, you're not paid for your time. You're paid for the value that you add to people's Mm -hmm. lives, that you're paid for the value that you at the society, but I got really connected to it, and I said, "Hey, you know what? This is what I want. I don't, I don't want to go to work and just just go to this job and get paid for eight hours, and that's it. That's the end, you know." And I, I said, I, "I, I believe in myself enough. I believe in my ability to have an impact enough that I choose to get paid for my value rather than my time, and that's mm-hmm. what led me to making the choice to being a full-time entrepreneur." But the bottom line is, is that society has changed. You know, when I was uh, in high school, I was I was always a very, very studious, studious person. I was very, very into studying. I was kind of a dork. I would take, you know, SAT books and I would study them from when I was in really in um, probably like fourth or fifth grade. I took my SATs when I was in sixth grade when I was 12 years old. Um, and I actually used those scores to get into my, my college of my choice. But... You know, for me, and I was always told, okay, study hard when you're in in high school and you'll get into a great college and then, you know, focus when you're in college and then you're going to get a great job and then, you know, you're going to stay with that company for 30 years and you're going to get a pension and live happily ever after, right? Well, the world doesn't work that way anymore. The world has changed. And we hit a recession in 2008. The world changed then. I was blessed mm-hmm. and I was fortunate when I came out of school. At 2008, I had a very good job waiting for me. Most of my friends didn't. The, um, the majority of my friends are 30 years old and still never got jobs in their field. They're still working in retail stores. They're still working, you know, where they were working in high school. They went back to their high school jobs and they stayed there wow. with a bachelor's degree. Or the big thing was when I was in school, when I graduated in 08, was well, when there was no jobs available, so everybody went and got a master's degree. If you find, you know, anyone who went, anyone really who's who went to college in and graduated in 08 when I did, when the recession hit, you're going to find a disproportionate number of people who went and got graduate degrees because that was the only choice, right? You could stay in, stay in school, stay in your dorm. The loans would, you know, not have to be paid back yet. You continue to be able to live off of the whatever tiny small amount of money that was given to you in, in subsidized, subsidized housing, and you live off of that, the meal plans, right? So you continue to extend and extend that. But the bottom line is that eventually something has to get. You know, there, mm-hmm. eventually you enter into the real world and you realize that it's not a fairy tale like someone once told you, that it's not going to work that way. You're not going to live happily ever after off of a pension and Social Security. You actually have to take responsibility and create your life mm-hmm. because the world has changed. And we know that, you know, the stock market has been crashing for months and months and months. I moved my money out of the stock market a long time ago and put it into different investment vehicles. But the the bottom line is the same thing is happening again. And people are going to now make a choice. They're either going to be victims. They're either going to blame the government. They're going to blame China. They're going to blame, you know, whatever it is, the economy. And they're going to lose their jobs. They're going to be doing you know, they're going to lose their pensions, and, and everyone's going to wonder, well, what happened? The truth is that all the signs were there, 
the world has changed and it's up to us to take responsibility for ourselves, our future, and our finances and our families and say, I recognize the world is different today in our society in order to really be successful in order to really create and live the life that we want to live and the life that we deserve, it requires that we make the choice to be an entrepreneur. And it requires we take ownership over our own life and our own future. Because there is, it is no way to live that anxiety and that fear of what if I lose my job. Well, you don't have that anxiety and fear if you're an entrepreneur because there is no job to lose. You get to create right. your life. You get to set intentions. You get to create habits. You get to create skills, and you get to decide what your life looks like. And when you learn what is required and you put in the time and effort in personal development, in educating yourself on whatever skills are required in your field, and you align yourself with a great product, a great company that has a great comp plan, whether you choose to do network marketing or a brick-and-mortar business, that is the way today and is the only way today to truly live a fantastic life. Totally agree. And that's how I started I started, I invested in network marketing, and I had no clue. I thought it was called direct sales. I didn't know it was network marketing. And I'm like, okay, what is this? <laughs> but it made sense. And if it makes sense, then what's the, what's the problem? You cannot, you would never know if you will win if you don't take a risk. You'll never know. You know what I mean? So that's why you have to be able to do your research. It's so, so important to do your research, and that's what I did. I took my time. I did my research because this is something totally different. I, I didn't have a clue what this was. And so when it was presented, made sense, I put my couple of hundred dollars down because people don't have thousands and thousands of dollars. But just imagine what a couple of hundred dollars could do. You could be able to turn it to unlimited, unlimited money. And so just doing that, I was able to build more things that I do. I'm a motivational speaker. I have a mindset coaching program. I'll be an author this coming year, um, the first quarter of this year. I'm just, like, absolutely amazed at just one thing, just getting it down to pack with one thing and now building off of all the things that I love to do. So how can you go wrong with it? It's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's a beautiful feeling, beautiful feeling. So, yes, we do work hard. We work our tails off. But I never knew I was so creative. <laughs> you never know how creative you are because when you just think about it, when you in corporate America, you, you get assigned a project to do, but you only get to do that project. But now you are more free-flowing and you your creative juices just get to flow, and now you can be like, dang, I, I really – I have my hands in this from the beginning to the end and just look what product that you that people will pay for because it's something that's needed. But you just gotta be willing to do the work. So true. You know, a lot of people have a lot of aspirations and dreams and they just sitting there waiting to mm-hmm. for these aspirations and dreams to come to fruition. They're waiting for it to knock on that door, but they don't realize that it still takes work. They look at entrepreneurs and see them at their highest height, but they don't see the work that went along with it. And, you know, you mentioned uh, that you had to put your money down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a good thing because that's you invested in yourself. Mm -hmm. That's one thing we don't realize. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. You invested in yourself, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are not willing to invest in themselves. They'll go and buy the best 
name brand clothes. They'll mm. buy the shoes. They'll buy the handbags. They'll go on the trip. Lottery. They won't invest in themselves. Okay, lottery, right? <laughs> but they won't invest in themselves. So, Vanessa, can you please enlighten us on why it is good to invest in ourselves in entrepreneurship? It's, it's so so. I can't express this so much. Investing in yourself. Let's. It's like you made a decision that you are serious to grow. You are serious to grow. You are serious about your future. You are serious about making sure that your family don't have to worry. God forbid if you get sick and you can't work that job. That you are serious if your health is is something going on with your health. That your family is good. I want to give you a good example. Somebody in the business, and it was heartbreaking, but it was reality. I never knew what residual income was. I kid you not. I'm like, residual income, what is that? I had no clue. So I'm just like blind in this whole thing, but I knew it made sense, right? And so somebody, this this young couple, they early 40s, have a family, living a good life, you know, have businesses and everything else, and brick and mortar businesses, and then the husband wound up getting into the, the company, and they turned around he went on a trip and, and, you know, healthy, very, very healthy guy. But then he kept saying he wasn't feeling good. And when he came back from his trip, his he still wasn't feeling good. And then, Lord and behold, come to find out he had cancer, young. But because of his age, they do not check men for prostate cancer at a certain age, which is crazy. So then now, unfortunately, he passed away because he set himself up in in direct sales network marketing to a point where there was money just constantly coming in. So when his wife didn't understand, but she knew that the business was coming in, so she kept getting these alerts like, you know, your 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 money is here. And she was like, what do you mean? You know, she's focusing on her husband, right? Well, everything transferred over to the the wife. She didn't have to worry because he made sure that the retirement was taken care of, an emergency situation was taken care of, their future, their family, the college, all of that is taken care of. So if you invest in yourself, it's securing your future. Because in a job, there is no security in a job, none, because they will let you go at will. There is a contract that I keep hearing that people are signing just to be able to work a job, but there's no guarantee that you're going to be fulfilling that contract. So then what happens? You're going to be back at the beginning point of starting over. How many times are you going to constantly let a job fail you? The job fails you because a job invested in you. You didn't invest in yourself. So you have to flip the script, invest in you, and get to work. Do the work. Get in the trenches. Nobody can get in the trenches with you if you're not willing to get in there with them. Yeah, I so that's important. That. That's I important. That. A statistic of, of, I heard of, recently. What do you think? Sir, a statistic I heard recently is that in the average you know, in U.S. household, that the average U.S. household could not handle that their their entire um, budget would collapse a five hundred dollar mm-hmm. uh, catastrophe. You know, let's say like uh, you know, you got into a car accident and you had to pay a five hundred dollar deductible. Well the average person in the US wouldn't be able to absorb that loss. And it's it's 
it's sad to really think about that. And it's really, it's, it's, you know, knowing that when you, it, people won't invest in themselves. And the bottom line is that, you know, we, we said the JOB just overbroke. That's always going to be the way that it is if you choose not to invest in yourself. And one of my amazing mentors, Jeffrey Combs, he has, he always says, you know, when people talk about cost and that's the, you know, number one thing people think about is, well, what's the cost of starting your own business? Number one, the cost doesn't have to be great. But even more importantly, and he says, you know, if, if the cost is, if the value is great enough, does the cost really matter? And we often create all these excuses. And it's interesting because I have someone who was coaching in my network marketing company, and this person is was doing phenomenal on the products and she had money coming in and where she was in her personal development, she just kept saying, I can't afford the products. I can't afford the products. I can't afford the products. And I looked at it and it turns out that this person went and got a plastic surgery. She went and got a nose job done. And then she comes to me and says she can't afford the, the you know, product I'm selling and mm-hmm. uh, or promoting it or however you want to phrase it. And then it was crazy to me. I mean, she spent probably a hundred times that she could have bought, 10 years supplies worth of the, the products for what she paid for her nose job. And I said, you know, the truth is mm-hmm. it's not a priority for you. I said, and it's not, you're not seeing the value in investing in you. And I'm like, and that's the bottom line is that when we get connected to how incredibly valuable we are and the power that we have and the ability to create and manifest our dreams, we realize that we are our very best investment. Our best investment is not the stock market not the house it's not our asset we are our best asset because we can have the biggest return in investment and investing in personal growth and investing in our ability to really create our lives that's always the the, the best place to be mm-hmm. but um vanessa we are almost at eight thirty, the time when we typically shut our call down so is there any takeaways okay. you want to give our audience before we end our call tonight just remember that you need a vote for you first Vote for you first. And if you really matter, if you know your worth, you will invest in yourself so you can be able to not have to have that worry of the what ifs. Absolutely. Phenomenal. Akeem, is there anything you want to add before we end our call? Oh, certainly. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for being on the call tonight. We definitely, definitely appreciate you. Oh, you're very welcome. I thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's our privilege and pleasure. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. If anything Vanessa said tonight, uh, please, please uh, check it out on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, our YouTube channel, and, of course, our website, Change Your Minds Online. Absolutely. And, you know, I always end my portion of the call the same way. And just let you guys know, we are so grateful for you. You know, I love you guys for following us, for supporting us. And we are, you know, such a privilege to have you as uh, listening in. And, and I'm deeply honored and grateful that you allowed me to coach you on your journey. You know, so God bless. Make it a really powerful week. We will have a show on Sunday, our Empowering Faith series call, and Tuesday night, our Empowering Mindset call. So on that note, God bless. Make it a great week. If you are in the Northeast um, or the, I guess even the Southeast is getting hit. But if you're on the East Coast, please uh, be safe with the snow. Stay inside if possible. We love you and make it a great week. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone.